I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The Deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's a big day for us here at the Rich Eisen Show. Turn those machines back up! Guess who's back? Oh my gosh. It's Rich Eisen. You know what I am? Knowledgeable. Chris Brockman. Rich, when everything I'm... that I do during the show is work-related. That's so false. And Mike Del Tufo. 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 Hit the drop! I don't have everything ready. Earlier on the show, host of Peacock's Pro Football Talk, Mike Florio. Coming up, Baylor head coach Scott Drew. Raiders radio voice Brent Musburger. Plus, NFL Network analyst Daniel Jeremiah. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Chris Brockman and Mike Del Tufo in their posts, as always, here on a very busy Monday that just got busier. It just got busier um, as our social media grandmaster, T.J. Jefferson, settles back into his chair just about, what would you say, Christopher, 10 minutes ago? Yeah, 10 minutes. J.J. Watt tweeted out a photograph of himself doing some, uh, some. is this a deadlift? Would you call this a deadlift, Chris? It's a, it's a squat it's situation. A squat situation? Squat situation. Okay. Um, with an Arizona Cardinals shirt on, and this was in mere moments before Adam Schefter tweeted out, a deal has been struck. Two years, $33 million, 23 of it guaranteed, correct, Christopher? Is that uh, correct? Uh, two year, $31 million, 23 guaranteed. Okay, and it's, it's caused us all to start scurrying for, for more information as well as looking at the Arizona Cardinals schedule for next year. There's some interesting dates on it that just got more interesting. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, Brent Musburger and Daniel Jeremiah, perfect guests in hour number three to talk about this big football story breaking that we put a pin in for a second because we've got one of the uh, top head coaches of one of the top teams in all the land. It is March. It is the 1st of March, so it is time for madness to begin. And uh, we appreciate the uh, head coach of Baylor basketball, Scott Drew, calling into the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Coach? Man, I'm doing great. You're right. NFL news is super, but it's March Madness time, so it's basketball time. Excellent. <laughs> and I appreciate you uh, not sitting here saying, oh, gosh, uh, I agree to do the Rich Eisen show, and then we automatically lose our first game of the year, and you don't hold it against me. So I greatly appreciate that, Coach. Sounds like you're very Well, well the, other th- the other thing is I know you're awful. Uh, I can see the smile actually through the phone with yes. uh, Michigan jump, jump, <laughs> jump uh, leaping over us today at number two, huh? <laughs> well, as you know, it's just, uh, it's just a number right now, and it's how you do over the next few weeks, right? I mean uh- – Hey, spoken like a coach. I like that. Yeah. Well, well stated. <laughs> well, it's because, you know what, I I, I don't like spiking anything. Uh, basketball, football, until obviously the, the, the work is done. And certainly uh-huh. in this year, you know what I'm saying? Anything can happen. And, man, Absolutely. what a journey you guys have already been on this year. Seven postponements, four canceled games. You've got three in the next six days to make up for a lot of that. I mean, how, how has this year been for you to coach, Coach Drew? Well, well. first and foremost, I think every coach out there uh, has really worked well together trying to put together games um, that normally wouldn't be able to happen because we wanted our guys to have an opportunity to play. 
and all they were sacrificing and uh, uh, um, for the game they loved to represent their schools. Um, uh, really hats off to the coaches out there that made games happen uh, in the non-conference and then when things opened up in conference and they were able to fulfill games. And then uh, I, I think every coach will tell you, uh, been amazed with just how much our young people have all sacrificed and uh, um, their attitudes and what they've uh, uh, done this year. And, and uh, quite frankly, I mean, when games get canceled, uh, they're they're positive and upbeat and all right, coach. What's next? I mean, uh, uh, they're not holding, uh, they're not pouting, and it's a, a situation where they're just thankful to be playing games. And uh, I know that's that's always a joy when you're around uh, uh, guys that uh, are going to be future leaders of this country and they can handle adversity and success. And then, of course, you know what happened in the state of Texas uh, statewide just a couple of weeks ago. How'd that affect? What was going on with you, your program, uh, with the the power going out, water now uh, being <laughs> well, we were we, we were blessed because yeah, we we were blessed because uh, our players were all good, but the staff, on the other hand, we right. had uh, about half our staff without uh, power and uh, uh, electricity, so oh my gosh. Uh, it was it was it was it was tough from the standpoint. Uh, uh, fireplaces were the were the heating mechanism. Uh, one of our coaches was cooking the. Uh, his food in the in the fireplace for the family, and uh, wow. uh, I know I, I know you, you talk about a once in a hundred year pandemic. You throw in a once in a hundred year snowstorm, and, and you know in Texas we get any snow, we don't have the snow plows, no shovels, uh, ice scrapers. I mean everything shuts down, and uh, with with the frigid temperatures, I mean Walgreens, uh, grocery stores were empty. You had uh, 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 drugstores were shut down. Hospitals weren't doing surgeries or anything. I mean, it was it was everything was uh, uh, for four or five days uh, on lockdown, basically. Scott Drew Baylor, basketball head coach here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show, and obviously with your team having to get, I guess, conditioning back and game preparedness back after a COVID break. Uh, the last place to try and get back to speed would be, I guess, uh, uh, the Fog Allen Fieldhouse on senior night where they have not lost, I think, in 40 years or something like that. So uh, how do you assess your team entering March right here, Coach? Well, well, the great the, gr- the great thing is when you get into to, to March, the teams that are going to be in the NCAA tournament are just like the teams we're facing now. I mean, uh, like you said, at Kansas uh, on senior night, it <laughs> doesn't get harder than that. And then uh, we're at West Virginia. They're ranked sixth in the nation, and Coach Huggins done a phenomenal job with this group. And then uh, we finish up with uh, Oklahoma State and uh, Texas Tech, and Coach Boyton and Coach Beard have done uh, outstanding jobs with their groups. And so that's uh, uh, six, seven, 17 and 18 in the nation. If that doesn't get you ready for March Madness, I don't know what will. <laughs> right, and then the plans for, for Indianapolis where you'll be all bubbled up. Have you gotten some sort of protocols already in hand? Because, you know, obviously your place is secured. How long you stay there is mm-hmm. is obviously going to be on you and your coaching staff. But how, what's that procedure like right now for you, Coach, as you go through everything? Well, I, I, I don't know all the details, but from what I, what I recollect and what I, what, I, what I know is our conference tournament is basically trying to do the exact same thing to 
keep us safe, number mm-hmm. one, uh, and then number two, to prepare us for when we go to Indianapolis. So uh, one thing I, I tell you, every coach really appreciates is uh, Dan Gavitt, is, uh, him and his group have worked really hard. Uh, he does a great job uh, uh, providing information uh, with uh, usually the Andy Katz interviews, and then uh, he's very accessible to coaches with the committees he's on, trying to make sure that he takes our input. And uh, I think uh, uh, everybody after last March not having an NCAA tournament is going to be really, really excited for this one. Scott Drew here on the Rich Eisen Show. Boy, Coach, I mean, you've coached in everything, huh? Um, how you got you know into the the gig uh, in Baylor. Uh, with the scandal uh, with Coach Bliss before you uh, and how you were able to manage and navigate this program uh, out of that and into uh, success during a pandemic. Um, how often do you have you leaned on your dad on on Homer to get to, just how long? Do, how often do you do that? Coach? Well, 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 the, well, the good thing is. Uh, uh, um, during season, especially, uh, it, there's nothing better than having a Hall of Fame uh, uh, dad who's there to give you advice and know right. uh, first and foremost um, what to say, how to say it, because he knows how you're feeling. And uh, uh, that's been a true blessing. And then, obviously, my brother uh, Bryce does yes. the same for me. But, but I mean, we, 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 we've gone through stuff that, uh, I mean, there is no book going through right. a pandemic. There's, uh, uh, you're you're – um, snowstorm were the only school to ever not have a non-conference. I mean, so there's a lot of firsts uh, that our program's gone through. And at the same time, couldn't be more proud of where we're at uh, and um, what the what the teams have accomplished throughout the years. So uh, this year has been uh, a year like no other. And uh, when it's all said and done, um, I can tell you, again, every coach is going to be really thankful that uh, uh, the players sacrificed what they did to make this year possible for all college basketball. What's your first basketball memory, Coach? What is that? Uh, my dad uh, taking me recruiting when he was an assistant at LSU, and I think it was probably – Two in the morning, we got pulled over uh, for speeding, and I remember it was so cool looking at the uh, 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 flashing lights. And my dad told me that's really not the, the the excitement he was looking for. But anyway, that was one of my first basketball memories: is going recruiting and then uh, seeing the the flashing lights and being able to uh, see a police officer at a young age like that. <laughs> then, then, and obviously, you know, um, when your dad started coaching at, at Valparaiso, um, and it's, I imagine that's how you started getting. Getting into the concept of coaching and playing and things of that nature. Absolutely, and, and when you have March Madness come along, uh, uh, one of the most memorable shots is by your brother. Uh, Nineteen ninety-eight. Yes, uh, uh, great memory. Valpo over Ole Miss, and uh, in, in two point five seconds left, and uh, um, Bryce hits the three, and it was a great pass from Jamie Sykes. Jenkins with a great catch, and feeding him one of the most memorable shots. And every time I see it, I still smile. So that's that 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 that, that that's a great thing and. Uh, love this time of year for college basketball fans. It doesn't get any better than this. Um, I tell you that the, the toughest thing is like, as you know, in the NBA, uh, playing best out of seven series, usually the best team wins. But in uh, uh, March Madness with the parody in college basketball, one forty minute game, anything can happen. Uh, so you got to be on point, and uh, uh, that's why you have so many uh, upsets and exciting times. No, and I know you've got exciting times right here in front of you, but I do love hitting the wayback machine a little bit here. I mean, what is it like being the assistant uh, in a huddle uh, with your dad? I guess calling up a play for your brother to to win a first round game as an upset in a thirteen seed <laughs> against Ole Miss. What the heck was that like? For you, I, I, I can tell you it was, it was the only time where um, uh, the whole team jumped on the pile. 
Now the coaches were smart, and we went on the very top. But <laughs> I, 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 I can tell you, it's the only time where where it was just complete pandemonium. And for 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 me personally, it was such a special group because obviously my brother was a senior, and I ended up being the 16th pick. Played six years in the NBA, but uh, that was a special group he came in with, and uh, they'd been to the NCAA tournament uh, several times and knocked on the door, but hadn't. Uh, broke through and then to finally break through and get that win and then I get uh, uh, I get a little longer coaching my brother and and that great class uh, uh, 98 in fact uh, one of our assistants on our Baylor staffs Jared Nunes um, the guard on that team as well and uh, he's done a great job great job here with us and uh, whenever that, that that highlight comes on he makes sure he points out that uh, that was that was the team he was on. <laughs> I love that. That's so great. Now it wasn't a moment in the huddle like Hoosiers where your dad was using your your brother as uh, as as, <laughs> a, as decoy, a decoy, yeah. and your brother and everyone looks at your dad like, "What are we doing here?" Okay, and, and your brother and your brother says, "I can make the shot." That that wasn't like the movie, well, right? Well, a- actually, it was one of those situations where the play was called on the court because um, we were out of timeout. So. Uh, oh, it was something okay. that, that my dad had practiced, and uh, uh, crazy. you know, uh, dad always knows best because me and my brother always were like, "Why do we practice this place so much? We never use it." Yeah, <laughs> really? <laughs> just, no just kidding. To show you, you know. <laughs> so, do your kids now say to you, "How come we're constantly practicing this play?" And oh, you're absolutely. like, "Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely." You never know when you're going to need it. <laughs> show them one of the greatest moments of the of the history of March Madness, as right. As an example, Absol- that is absolutely so cool. that is so cool. Okay, so so I guess what is how do you approach it? I mean, you you you've got such a great shot here. You've got a great team here. You got a team with a bunch of uh, a bunch of can do, want to, thinking they can do it. So how do you, as a coach, negotiate this, navigate this, knowing the opportunity that's sitting here right in front of you on March first? So I think every every coach is is pretty similar in the standpoint, uh, uh, and that is you can't you can't look at the big picture. It's one game at a time, right. and it's uh, uh, one play at a time. And everything you've done throughout the course of the season, that's that's what you're going to continue to do. And um, you can't get wrapped up where the moment becomes too big. So uh, with us, we're we're really uh, blessed. We got a real mature group. Um, we we have a group that uh, uh, basically for two straight years has been ranked in the top five. Um, and and is dealt with uh, expectations, dealt with pressure, and at the same time been able to uh, uh, continue to put the team first and uh, play for each other. And because of that, uh, 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 we've been successful. And hopefully that gets you – no guarantees, um, but uh, defensively we've been one of the top teams in the country the last two years. Offensively, the last I looked, we were fourth on Ken Palm uh, prior to the fog. Um, but I, I can tell you that uh, – uh, at the end of the day, you're not always going to make shots, so you better be good uh, defensively and you better be good on the glass. And uh, uh, We're normally good on that. Uh, the other night at Kansas, we weren't. and we give Kansas a lot of credit for that. Um, but uh, the, the team that we've had for two years is good in those two areas. Now, I, I, I asked this last question of you uh, with the risk of it sounding stupid and dumb, but it is something that a lot of people who, are, who observe – think mm-hmm. that uh, a loss like the one you just suffered is helpful that pressure is removed that you don't have an undefeated sort of pressure to keep it going that you do sometimes learn from adversity and 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 a loss would you agree with that assessment coach oh uh, I, I i i can tell you hindsight tells you that the uh uh 
everyone that's won a national championship since Indiana has had a loss. So, so I would tell you that that's that's a that, that's a that that might not be a bad thing getting a loss. At the same time, there's no coach that feels good with the loss, nor do they want a loss. And if you have a team that uh, uh, likes losing or is okay with it, you're probably not very good. So uh, now we're all miserable right now, but uh, uh, at the same time, uh, we've been blessed. It's our first loss since uh, uh, last March. So uh, um, if you can go a year without a loss, uh, I think you're doing you're doing pretty well. And how about the kids that had you know that obviously that have uh, were on a team like last year, and then March Madness due to the pandemic ripped out from under them. They must be so fired up right now. They must be they they must be out of their minds that they did not have an opportunity last year, and now they're about to get it in a bubble. Yeah. So 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 that that's been a blessing because some teams. Uh, um, lost a lot of guys, and 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 I feel for our seniors that uh, Freddie Gillespie, Devontae Bandu, Olbim that didn't get a chance to play mm-hmm. in March. But at the same time, we returned a lot of guys, and a lot of guys came back to college because they wanted to play in March and um, uh, have a chance to be a part of the NCAA tournament. And as as we all know, it's a uh, growing up. It's a it's something that uh, you dream of. It's a uh, something you're going to remember the rest of your life. And even it, we don't have all the fans, all the hoopla, all the media and all that that the, the kids get to experience. Um, they still are going to, uh, uh, at the end of the day, know that they played in uh, 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 part of the NCAA tournament. And what a great memory for them. And uh, hopefully it's one that uh, uh, we could see Michigan and us in the Final Four. I'm good with that. You good with that? Okay? I, will, I will sign for you that, sir. I will sign for that, sir. And uh, the usual thing that I hope of my guests, the Rich Eisen Show bump, um, that I'll be a bit conflicted on that day, but I think you'll, you'd understand that, right? I, I, I definitely understand it. So as long as we don't play Michigan, just cheer for the Bears. We I, appreciate it. Yeah, Coach Scott Drew, thank you for the call. Really appreciate it. This was fun. I hope uh, I hope you uh, have an outstanding march. It goes as well as you hope. Appreciate you. Thanks for your time. You bet. That's Scott Drew, head coach of Baylor basketball, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. And I said that at the end, um, fully aware that uh, a national championship game would be played in April, and that's probably when we'd be playing Michigan. Best of luck in March. March. I will say this. I will say this. I will allow myself this. I really will. Okay. Michigan's really good. They got three-point shooters. They got big men who can pass to the open three-point shooters. The three-point shooters know where to be when the big men are down low. The big men also have some post uh, moves. They do the backdoor stuff that Beeline made, you know, a staple. They can backdoor you. They can hit threes. They can have some post play. They can pass out of the post. They can pass into the post. Oh man! And they're loaded with, they're loaded with veteran players. I really loved watching them against Iowa on Thursday. They just took out Indiana. They got Michigan State back to back coming up this weekend. That's going to be all sorts of what we call delicious. I'm I'm uh, I'm beginning to feel it, sir. Oh, well, I'm 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 seeing you know obviously any you know anything could go down in the tubes in 40 minutes of basketball. Sure, but if you've got the ability to make threes, usually those teams die by it. But they've got some they've got some post play. They've got some inside post play that you have to respect enough to the point where the threes are going to be open. And the brother of Mo Wagner, Franz. <laughs> is it really his brother? It is. 
He's got some game too. Michigan three to one to win the championship. Oh, I don't want to hear those numbers. <laughs> I don't want to hear those numbers at all. I don't want to hear those numbers at all. They're third behind Baylor, plus two seventy five. Okay. Gonzaga, Gonzaga. plus two fifty. Go. Head and shoulders, three favorites. Ohio State. Sorry. The Ohio Thank State. Because I got totally confused. Yeah, I didn't mean to the go. Ohio State Move fourth, right. 14 to 1. Tough. So it goes from yeah. two and a half, two and three quarters, three to one, up to 14 to 1. Hey, the, the Ohio State's pretty damn good. They just had a, a rough week. They just had a tough week. Yeah. Big 10 will make it, make it tough. You know? Mike, Seton Hall, 125 to 1. Syracuse two hundred to one. Mike, I have a request of, of you when we yes, come back Rich. from break. Yes, it's March Madness. I'm going to give you a full a full month of heads up on this. Okay. <laughs> All right. I want. Uh, uh, no, I, I'm going to give you a ton of time. Okay. And then I'll take some calls if you want to have a chat at eight four four two zero four. Rich. And then the Drew Brees thought that I had after Mike Florio's conversation in hour one that I had to put a pin in because JJ Watt apparently signed with the Arizona Cardinals. That's coming up next. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit gametime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. How many um, planks do you have to break to be a black belt? How many do you have to? Is that is that is that an actual metric here? I don't think there's a number, but I think it's when the pressure's on, when the tournaments happen, when the tests happen. Why? Well, I'll break one right now if you need one. Do we have one anywhere? Can we get a plank for this? Man? The hot take plank, but oh, don't break got the hot take plank. Hot take plank. I mean, why not? It's a two by that two by four. That's what right. What kind there. of wood is it? 
Now you got me. I have no idea. Let me see it. Hold on. <laughs> Standard plywood, I'm guessing. Get ready to cancel my show at Morongo tomorrow. <laughs> I have a broken hand. Sweatshirt. We haven't taken it off in years. This would be amazing. Can't feel if that. you could break this. Is that a proper... Uh... I could break this. <laughs> I haven't done this since I was 12. Okay, do you want to give it a try if you think you can do it? But this is what I learned at the House of Empty Hands in Newark, New Jersey. Okay, very good. Here you go. Did it break? <laughs> hold on. Right. I hold it down, would that be better? Yeah, that'd be good. Chris, hold it on the other hold side. Hold it on the other side, Chris. All right, it's going. Hold it, pull it, pull it out a little bit more. So the end is, is on the box. You don't even have uh, any... You don't have any music from uh, Karate Kid? If he gets it, Gloria Love, I'll play Gloria Love. Here we go. Forget it. <laughs> Damn it! I really thought I could do it, Rich. I really thought I could do it. It's okay, Jeff. We still love you. It's all right. All right, good times, good times here on uh, the Rich Eisen Show uh, here on NBC Sports on Peacock and this uh, radio station. We say hello to our Sirius XM Channel 211 uh, listeners on NBC Sports Audio. Our, our buddy uh, Josiah Johnson, who normally does memes for the NBA, has chimed in on the J.J. Watt signing uh, photograph. Which one are you looking at, the Twins uh, one? Yeah, the uh, photograph <laughs> yeah. of DeVito and Schwarzenegger from Twins This saying this is how Kyler Murray and J.J. Watt are going to walk into training camp. In that's, so that's well done. By the way, that's so wrong. That's well done. Very, very well done. So hey, Kyler Murray could care less. Make fun of him all you want. He is short. But Honestly, if you are a team – say, in Arizona, right? And um, you have drafted Kyler Murray. You just drafted Kyler Murray. And that was, as you know, a big to-do at the time because of Josh Rosen. Oh, that was a right. huge And I told you, Chris Brockman, I told you, let's just hit that. Can we hit that way back machine? Because Daniel Jeremiah was sitting next to me on the, on the set in Tennessee. <laughs> Remarkably, the last live NFL draft there was in person with people. And uh, we were out there somewhere. Yeah, you were out there getting drunk, you getting hammered, whatever. We'll keep that with us. You guys were doing what you always did when I, you know, Rich Eisen show was on the road of a draft. I was being responsible, going to sleep early, making sure that I I could do the show for us as the show for NFL Network, which is my other us. You're the them to, to, to them. Them right, I would say we were pretty responsible. Then. No, no, we I was just saying, no, 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 oh, so I better mean, than you bringing uh dollar bills to Philadelphia to go visit a house and dance. Philadelphia, bricks of, was... bricks of singles, by the way, great fantasy team name, bricks, bricks of, of singles. singles. I, I will bricks. say, now that we're four years Me. removed from Philadelphia, yeah. that was a little irresponsible. Yeah. Yeah. Think so? We'll admit that Del Tufo showing up bit. to that, <laughs> just a little just bit. showing up to that draft like James Harden <laughs> in Vegas, except that the uh, <laughs> the honey buns were singles at any rate, just saying. Let's just hit the way back machine, Chris. That night, Kyler Murray drafted Josh Rosen traded the next night, if you remember. For a second round. Correct. I turn to you and I basically could say to you, you're Steve Kime. You're now the general manager of the Arizona Cardinals. You've just drafted Kyler Murray. You just made this huge play. And Josh Rosen's gone. You could take... Two players off the Houston Texans. Who would you take? <laughs> I would take, in no particular order, DeAndre Hopkins. Yes. 
and J.J. Watt. Smash cut to March 1st, 2021. Boom goes to Dynamite. Honestly, out of all 31 other teams than yours in the NFL, you could take two players off of the Houston Texans. Who would you take? I'll take DeAndre Hopkins. I'll take J.J. Watt. Please, come on. Ask me a question that really is based in reality. Hey, Rich, what do you want to give up for those two guys? How about a second-round pick, and that's it, and money? David Johnson. And the money that I'll save by you taking David Johnson's right. contract, I'll give to J.J. Watt. I'll give to J.J. Watt. When you release him for nothing. That's why in the NFL, you just can never, ever say never. Never, ever say never in the NFL. Tom Brady proved that this year. So we talked about this, uh, Jim. We talked about this with uh, we talked about this with Mike Florio in the first hour. Um, this video caught a lot of people's eyes this weekend. Can you? Uh, get, okay, so there's. I don't know where he's going. Let's that's go. Drew Brees. This is Todd, the voice of Todd Dirk and his his trainer. Come on, Tim. And there goes Drew Brees. Yeah, and black, it looked like he was Drew. going into a street. Yeah, he kept going past somewhere <laughs> that he should have stopped, and there was a car oh, right in front of him. Yeah. Right. What are you doing? And that's something that would be tough yeah. to stop, but he stopped because there's, that. what, two plates of 45 on it, Mike? You're an expert at yeah, plate yeah, of 45. Yeah, two plates of 45. I can right. do this. Two forty-five. I mean, Todd needs to work on his acting. DB, come on. What? Oh, my God. I want one of those things. And he goes, what were they tra- why are they training like this in February, Todd Durkin asks. I don't care what the future holds. You always got to train the best to be the best. Oh, and I guess he's going against Chase Daniel. And so a lot of people are wondering, does that mean that Drew is still coming back? Because, look, I'm, I'm a broadcaster for a living, and maybe this is why I don't run very fast. Um, I don't train like that to work on NBC Sports. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, you know. You're why aren't they, you're, why aren't they you're doing, already... like, throwing drills or something? Well, first of all, <laughs> first right of all, if you're going to be talking about it, he should be working on his arm strength. <laughs> you as anybody, former quarterback, right? Former quarterback. And you were, seriously, you were, like, you were like the Al Bundy of your team in Maine, right? <laughs> okay. Four touchdowns for Polk High, uh, right? More, uh, more or less. Okay, uh, something like that. Know, something like that. <laughs> You know arm strength comes from the base of the legs. You know it, Chris. Stop, stop. Come on. You know core and legs is what really helps with arm strength, too. You're not just lift. You're not doing curls like Ed Hockley. A lot of sled pushing for check downs. And I'll say this, too. I'll say this, too. I'll put the cape on for number nine here. I'll say this, too. Like I told Florio. Part of him, if he's at all thinking about coming back, and Jeff Duncan, who covers uh, the Saints, I do believe for the Athletic, right? I apologize if I've messed his affiliation. Don Bowie is confirmed because uh, he's our he's our resident Saints diehard fan. Okay, and um, and uh, uh, Jeff Duncan says that uh, the internal conversations the coaches are expecting Drew to retire, and it's it's Jameis's potential ride, and we'll see how it goes. But if Drew is even sitting here thinking for a split second. Brady's doing it at 43. Drew Brees could put the right amount of food down his gullet and know exactly how to eat and live. He's doing it. He's done it. There's just no DB9 system. 
there must be one, but he doesn't have one to sell. You know, it's not a business for him. So he's probably sitting there thinking, you know, TB12 systems, great and all, but let him break every damn rib in his body and see how that works. <laughs> right. Okay. So he's got to be sitting there at some point thinking, do I want to go out like that? Do I want to go out in a season where there was hardly a fan in the stands for me? Do I really want to do that with a torn rotator cuff? Do I really want to do all that? Or do I want to just run it back one more time and do it in a season where my lung also doesn't collapse? A lot didn't go right health-wise after he boat raced the Bucks. I mean, Don Bowie's literally in my ear right now going down the operation board, torn f- fascia in his foot for Breeze. He's got to be sitting there thinking about all that. And then there's the uh, other side of this that I don't know if Breeze is used to, and I'm sensing it. You're seeing it. You're hearing it. There are some Saints fans that don't want to see it. I'm just, I, I look, Anthony Mackey, diehard Saints fan, the actor, came on this show. Over it. Uh, he sounded like one of those Saints fans, just like that. What did he say that John, Sean Payton would rather lose the playoff game against the Bucks with Breeze than, than win, win it with Winston? Win it with Jameis, yeah. He's given voice to, uh, you've seen a lot of that Saints fan chatter on social media, mm-hmm. basically saying they look forward to seeing Breeze working with Tarico and NBC Sports. Not saying it that way, but that is his next move. And Florio saying that he's cut his salary, puts the Saints in a very difficult position if he does come back and say, hey, I'm just costing $1 million. What's the big deal? I think he's cut that salary to help things out right now. And that he's just going to, he's, he, I, I personally think that that looked like a man with his family on the field at the end of the playoff loss as someone who's done at the time. Now here he is, pushing sleds down the hill and For pushing now. them back up the hill and scaring the hell out of all of his friends and people as he's taking it right down to a, a street. I have no idea how close that minivan was to actually uh, connect it. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, but um, yeah. here we go. He's shoving on, it down Tim. the hill, and there he goes. And to he's coming back up. Back, and Drew, to the black. I'm going to put this The black, on. Drew. What, what's the pull? What Saints, you got? Saints fans, you want Drew Brees back next year or not? Yes or no? Okay. It's awful quiet in my ear from the executive producer's office right now. Very quiet. Not chiming in on yes or no. Well, he'll, well he wants him back. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Why not? We, we saw why not. 38-3. That happened. Over a team that won the Super Bowl. Dude. Not for long. Not? What have you done for me lately? Why not? You're only as good as the last game. Exactly. And then there's talk. Like, could you include Michael Thomas in that group of people who kind of want Drew gone? Didn't he talk about looking at people who could actually throw the ball down the field, right? Tweeting that stuff out during the NFC Championship game? Mike Thomas is hollering at Russell Wilson. <laughs> Posting pictures of them together like, hey, hey. Let me just explain to people about what Russell Wilson is going to cost an insane amount. 
If you do not want your first-round selection this year and the next two years after, go for it. Yeah, Russell Wilson. Call up John Schneider and make him the godfather offer. Go ahead. Then what? That's why I'm saying a team like the Jets and a team like the Dolphins have a quarterback to flip back that's young and under contract. If you like him, you can have him. You want a first-round pick this year? Great. It's top five. Top five. Now, you can draft top five Seattle or Houston. You can draft top five in seven weeks. The Lions have got to wait a year to cash in one of their first-rounders from the Rams. But they do have golf. So what do you want? The Saints are going to cough up a one in the next three drafts? I mean, if you're Sean Payton and you've got the conf- all confidence in the world that you could pull this thing off and you've got the defense already built and you can figure out what the Rams, I guess, have done, go for it. Go for it. I don't think Seattle wants to trade him in conference in a million years. I don't think Seattle wants to trade him in conference in a million years. Or, you know, obviously, if, if the call comes and it's the godfather offerings within conference, you'll think about it. That's why I sent him the AFC East. Honestly. Send him the AFC East. Certainly New York. He wants to go. If he wants to have a, a more glitzy, glamorous profile Perfect. for him and his wife and his family, both of those spots, New York and South Florida, go for it. You're there. Go for it. You can make your music in New York City or, you know, go hang out with Gloria Stefan and Barry Gibb and whoever else is down in Pitbull. <laughs> J-Lo and Pitbull and whoever else down there in Miami. <laughs> Boy, have I just could I have dated myself more? (laughs) I mean, as you know, Susie and I just saw the Bee Gees documentary. If you went Hyman Roth, I would have been really, really. Uh, Saints are. I I don't know if the Saints have the capital. Do they have the capital? No. Honestly, they don't have the capital. The Miami Dolphins could say you're top five with Tua and another first rounder next year. Tua in Seattle. Tua in Seattle. Hey, Pete. With Jamar Chase at number three? You're turning 70. How about this guy keeps you young? And you put, yeah, you could get what? Jamar Chase? Yeah. To go with DK Metcalf? Lockett and Tua. (laughs) Or you just draft Penny Sewell so you have some protection for Tua. Also, the Jets can offer you Sam Darnold if he wants to go to the USC connection. That's the only thing I could think of off the top of my head. And you got the number two overall pick and next year's Jets pick. And toss the Jets could toss him two and a three and just rip it off. Like, what do I care? <laughs> Whatever. I don't think anybody else could match what the Dolphins and Jets can offer somebody like Seattle. Because in with Houston, you're trading... Watson in division. With Seattle, it's like, see you later, Russ. Go enjoy the AFC East. And that's why I think anybody else can't compete with either of these two organizations if they want to make a big move like this. Or he stays. I think that is the I mean, option. most likely. I think yeah. that's what's going to be. Because these are hefty prices. Staying is not fun sports talk radio. No. How dare you? Speaking of how dare you, I want to take a break and set up Daniel Jeremiah's appearance on this program. <laughs> Daniel Jeremiah, as he said to me in a text when I offered him uh, uh, an, um, a response, time to respond to his tweet. We'll get to this in a second. 
He said um, he said the right words in saying yes. I want to set this whole thing up. 844-204-RICH. And wait till you hear who's on the Arizona Cardinals uh, schedule. No Googling in the break, people. No Googling allowed in the break. Otherwise, what am I teasing it for? <laughs> Come on, people. Work with me, not against me. Hey, folks. It's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep. Because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I thought to myself, okay, in the few minutes that are here, let me... Let me write uh, an Ed Hockley retirement letter and read it out on the air. We then post it <laughs> sure. on the Rich Eisen Show feed exclusive. The number of people that retweeted it and said they thought it was real is alarming. It's the only way to put it. So God bless him. You know how much we love SVP. Is Scott on the line now? Is Scott there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you thought it was real. Well, I mean, as you as you said, it, you are a guy that has a reputation. You work at the NFL Network. You got sources. And when it was brought up to me in, in our meeting, hey, did you see the letter Hockey Lee wrote? And, he, and I thought, well, that's funny. And then later, as I'm trying to write this script, I'm not finding it anywhere on, like, Google searches or whatever. But I'm like, where would y'all see that? And then the producer that had it's like, oh, it's on Eisenstein. So I read your feet and I'm like, there it is. I see the quotes that work. And I just splat, I, I just slam it in there on the script and read it on television. Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> Hashtag, yes. Hashtag fake news. I'm mortified. Apologies to Mr. Hockey. <laughs> I'm sorry. You. We did not. No. We, that was not our intent. Yeah, we, we didn't know it was going to happen like that. That's entirely on us for not for not vetting. And yeah. it's been an alarm bell that goes off to me that I'm not able to find this anywhere but there. But again, and this is where I'll turn it and point at you and blame you, Rich Eisen. When you're a source of you know information and you got stuff no one else got, you think, yeah, sure, okay. he's got the Hockey retirement letter. And it's, I guess, believable that he's got his own stationery with himself on it, where there's a watermark of him as a ref. As believable as it is that he's going to go sort out the lactic acid with a stretching regimen. Vigorous regimen. Vigorous regimen. I beg your pardon. You're the best, man. You're the best. Uh, I'm sorry. You're the the worst. Don't don't, don't spoof me like that again. Love Scott Van Pelt. Scotty V. We should get him on. It's March Madness time. 
It's March Madness time. Maryland's March pretty. Madness. Maryland's doing pretty well too, right? He's got to be fired up. Terps. Maryland's headed to the. the how many good Big Ten going to get in? Seven, eight. They're like the Big East was in the eighties. Best right conference. They, like they are the best conference in yeah, college yeah. basketball, right? Yeah. Nothing gives me more joy than hear that Duke's on the bubble. I don't know why. I'm with you on that one, Rich. Well, Not I, a Duke guy. Well, look. You know, that's why the 30 for 30 was called I Hate Christian Leitner, right? <laughs> that's true. You know what I'm saying? Pretty much. But I, 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 Duke being in the uh, in the tournament, though, makes it even better. When Duke is they a, are. Duke is one of those 10 seeds, 9 seeds, right? You don't want to play them. <laughs> I know that. Michigan no. got four first place votes. Dude, I'm telling you, like They're I good. said. They're good. You're good. Let's take a phone call here. Uh, let's go to Thomas. And where's Wildwood, New Jersey, Mikey? Where's that is on? the southernmost point of New Jersey down near Cape May. Okay. So that's exit one, huh, Thomas? Yes. How y'all doing? What's up, Thomas? I'm down here, y'all, in South Jersey. Okay, very uh, good. Rich, yes. I was trying to get through to you a few times. Can you do Kay Adams a favor? On their Friday show, yes. they give their hot picks in the last hour. She lets her hair down, starts slamming her head around, front and back, side to side. Hmm. She's liable to do brain damage because she's slamming her brain against the inside of her skull. We can't have that. Can you please call her and tell her to stop doing that? She does it every Friday. Okay. And I'm surprised Nate Burleson, who thinks he played for the Detroit Lions when it's really Detroit, as pronounced by the French who named it, yes, hasn't told her you're going to give yourself a concussion. Okay, he looks like these kids doing hand bang, hang banger music. Uh, I need to, I need what to write I this stuff about, down. Yeah, go. What what are you going to call it about, Thomas? Okay, go Wilson ahead. from Seattle. Yes, will not go to the Cowboys. That's that's absolutely correct. The Cowboys don't have anything remotely close that they can offer. Um, Seattle. Also, also, the way they treat Dak, according to, to uh, Stephen A. Smith, that they wouldn't treat Tony Romo, if you know what I mean. Well, uh, if I'm Wilson, I don't want to go there. I mean, look, how I, they treat Dak. Hey, look, and I appreciate and the call. Understanding what's you know, going you, on. There, well, I'll you know? tell you what. I'll tell you what they would do is. And thanks to the call, Thomas. I'll, 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 I'll allow this for just a split second. If Dallas gets Russell Wilson, they would, uh, they would absolutely tailor their offense to Russell Wilson. You know, I mean, uh, I mean, well, well, the only way Dallas could get are you, you're not sitting there harboring that you could get Russell Wilson, are you? I know that that they, that team's been mentioned every now and then over the last ninety hours. You're not? Are you seriously thinking about this? Nah, as a I Cowboy mean, fan. I, but also, as I've said all last week, as a Cowboy fan, you have to sit here and wonder what the deal is. Like, it's the most important position on the field. Why is this guy not locked up? Which kind of makes you wonder. Right? Is he our long-term quarterback? They so gotta lock it up. I don't want to sit here and act like I know something I don't. Of course, I, I'm confused. I don't know what's going on. Dak's the guy. They can win a Super Bowl with Dak. I really believe it. I really believe that Dak Prescott can win a Super Bowl. I think he's got the skill set. I think he's got the heart. I think he's got the the talent. And I think he's got the leadership skills. I think he can be that guy. I really, really do. I really, really do. I don't have the patience to jack with you today. I, I and and I I appreciate Mr. Jones chiming in like that. But he's really the guy. The guy. The guy was going to throw for five thousand yards before his leg snapped, yeah. and he had to. And he was doing what he had to do. Oh, uh, I, I, that's just so crazy. Just sign a guy and go to work there. I, I would just make make it simple. It's but annoying it's just to keep talking about it. It's just very expensive. It's it's insanely expensive. Well, like Irv called last week and said, you could have had this guy for 30, 35. Know, and right. now it's 40, 45. Uh, it goes up. Price goes up. I just want to get it done, so we don't have so we don't have to worry about it. Russell's like, not. That's me and his money. Russell's not walking through the door. 
in Dallas. It's just not. So I need to give French lessons to Nate Burleson, and I need to tell Kay Adams not to hurt her brain. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I write those things down. De toi. Arizona Cardinals schedule. Who's on it next year, Chris Brockman? Who's on the Arizona Cardinals schedule next year now that J.J. Watt has been signing? And if we look at the Arizona Cardinals 2021 National Football League schedule through that lens, through that prism, uh, what becomes a little bit more interesting, Chris, other than just their division schedule? Oh, man. They have home games, Rich, against the Houston Texans and Green Bay Packers. How about that? Imagine. How about them apples? <laughs> Baby. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Hey, Rich, just for a social Good media. Good to know. Good for, to know. For yeah. a social media thing, do us all a favor. What can There's I do? people on Twitter, and yes. I'm sure some of them are joking, but unfortunately I feel like a lot of them are serious, Yes. who are now going, well, are the Cardinals going to trade Watson for Murray? Can you just please put that to bed for anyone listening yeah, to us yeah. thinking that that might happen? Who's so, saying such a thing? It's Twitter. You know, have they banged their heads around it's, like it's Thomas trending right now. Banks it's trading right now. So. What are you smoking, bro? Give me something. <laughs> oh, man. Bruce answered for us. Bruce Arians chimed in with an answer. Very good. Come on. What are you smoking, bro? Give me something. Stop it. You don't trade Kyler Murray. No, people. you don't Come trade on. Kyler Murray. You do not trade Kyler Murray. You draft Kyler Murray, and you build around Kyler Murray, and that's what Steve Kimes has done since the first second. Like I said moments ago, if you told Steve Kimes the night in Tennessee where they decided to use the first overall selection on Kyler Murray and then trade away Josh Rosen the next night for a second-round pick, if you had told him you can take two players off the Houston Texans right now to join forces (laughs) with your team with Kyler Murray, he would have chosen DeAndre Hopkins and J.J. Watt, and they're both there now. Settle down just a little bit. Crazy talk. So, no, people. Crazy talk. (laughs) Crazy talk with Kyler Murray. And as a matter of fact, Cardinals fans are very, very excited. Uh, Put up the Blake Shelton tweet. Put up the Blake Shelton tweet. Don Bowie, congratulations at J.J. Watt. And welcome home to the Arizona Cardinals, my man. (laughs) I will be fielding all inquiries on behalf of Steve Kime, the general manager. Our first statement is as follows. Quote, other teams can suck it. Unquote. (laughs) Break it down. Blake Shelton. And in case there's anybody out there wondering, what does Blake Shelton know about football? What could he possibly know about football? question. I have that. uh, When it comes to football, he sure is a wise Mm Hey, what's up, Blake? Hey, hey, hey shout hey, out, Blake. Shout out what's to up, Blake man? Clap for Blake. What up, Blake? Just driving around. Be careful out there, brother. We talking playoffs or what? He knows his football. He knows his football. <laughs> By the way, the voice is on tonight. Back Ooh, tonight. Back. Oh. I will be watching. Something to watch with the kids, and they will not argue about it. And we can all as a family sit around, and I'm not worried about the commercials going to break. The only thing that can actually offend them potentially is some crazy commercial for urinating or something. <laughs> Usually pops up. I don't know. We got to explain what's going on. Consult your doctor. You know those commercials? They're 60 seconds long. Yeah, I know them. And the first 15 seconds is, is about the problem. Is the problem? No, no, no. The first 15 seconds is about the problem oh, that the person sorry, is suffering man, from. Man, man. The next 30 seconds is how this product can kill you. Yeah. Exactly. And the final 15 seconds is how it's now completely helped you as you're going about your business and you can now move and you now you're running, you're running and you're walking. Bathtubs. <laughs> Bachelor also on tonight, Rich. Okay, very good. Right. Big finish. Well. <laughs> 
<laughs> just I'll be watching. Uh, I'll be watching anything uh, but that is what you're saying. So Rich. you know what I'm, I'm. You know what I'm doing. Oh, hey, look, everybody, Punky Brewster hey. is coming hey. to Peacock. Hey, Moon Fry, everybody. She's back streaming right now. A Peacock original, Punky Brewster. Did you watch Punky Brewster as a kid? Or is that I a- sure did. Why not? I did. For sure. Very good. Um, hey, you know what happened over the weekend? I got very pissed off. Uh-oh. <laughs> very pissed off. When Susie wouldn't let you out the basement? No, 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 yeah, no. That's we were, not it. We asked her. Oh, okay. That's not it. Oh, by the way, Susie uh, tried to get a jingle of her own. Yeah, yeah, we heard. We heard. Oh, did she say that? Did she mention it? We heard. Yeah, show? she mentioned and who it. Who was going to yeah, do it. it? And we tried to come up with one, and she didn't like any yeah. of the ones that we What had. do you mean? Well, I tried to make up a jingle on the spot. She wasn't into. Oh, it's it's not the same. <laughs> she needs to top. She needs to. Well, she yeah, needs to yeah. recognize she's, and she's top. A, she's a topper. Yeah, that's why I married her. She hears this and she's just like, "That's cool." Everybody know. Isn't that wonderful? Rich hey, what's up, Blake? Blake hey, Blake. be careful. She, hears that and she appreciates it, and she's like, "That's cool." Hands and on then she's like, two. "I gotta get my own," <laughs> which I, pre- I I can appreciate. At any rate, um, here's what pissed me off. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking we could be at the combine potentially, oh, and I kind of yeah, miss yeah, it, yeah. and whatever, whatever. Definitely and I'm trying to I'm trying to get ready for my run, yeah. which we're still determining when I'm going to do it. I if I had to peg it right now, mid April. How's the training going? It's terrible. This weekend was <laughs> this weekend was uh, nothing to do with training at all. My gosh, that's fair. That's fair. Um. So, um. But I'll, I'm I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get there. Good. Um. Daniel Jeremiah, my colleague with whom I I share a booth at the combine. Um. Do you have the tweet, Don? We're he tweets this out. We're about two to three years away from personnel departments not caring about forty times. Whoa. The game's GPS data is going to replace it, he says. Who cares what he ran in the 40? I know exactly how fast he ran in game conditions, and I have five years of data for context. Mm. And the number of people that then chimed in, like, yeah. Yeah. Even Trey Wingo, I guess, you know, now that he's out of the NFL hosting game for the moment, he writes, thank you. Like, for what? Take that for data. What's with the what's with the forty yard dash hate? I love the forty. So I wrote him. You know, are you free to yeah. talk about your heresy on the forty <laughs> yard dash that got perpetrated on Twitter? That's how I proposed it to him, and he wrote back, "Yes, I will face the music." I will say this. I will say this in advance of talking to Daniel Jeremiah. I understand that. You know. Uh, technology has advanced. I get it. And that the 40-yard dash, you're thinking that maybe a a one-eyed uh, Charlie Casserly sitting 50 rows up from the 40-yard dash line overlooking his finger might not be the most accurate assessment of somebody's 40 time. I understand that <laughs> that might not be accurate for you. And that there's all sorts of data and a chip and a shoulder. But will there be chips and shoulders of small school athletes? What about the kid that plays at Division Three that has a dream playing in the NFL? You don't get drafted because you don't have a chip? No. You run a 40-yard dash. Doesn't matter how somebody, Charlie Cash, looking like Popeye, <laughs> looking over his hand. No. 
there will always be a place for a 40-yard dash time in the National Football League. Oh, now suddenly we're talking about GPS, this and chip that. But no, let's now use two guys on a field in a Super Bowl to try and determine possession of a football in a Super Bowl. I'm just giving you the ultimate stage that the NFL could offer. Let's choose two guys in the 21st century holding on to two huge poles attached to 10 yards of chains, and let's figure out with a spot of an eye where a ball's placed on a field. We're fine with that. We're fine with that. We accept that in the 21st century. But no, let's get rid of the 40-yard dash. I say no, because it's a slippery slope. First the 40-yard dash, then they come for football on a stick, and I will not stand for that. (laughs) First they came for the 40-yard dash, then they're going to come for football on a stick, which will always be the perfect way to mimic a snap of the football. Put a football on the end of a stick. It's perfect. It's beautiful. It's pristine. It cannot be messed with. Can't eat it, though. Doesn't matter. I, mean, yeah. I don't know what that means, actually. What you just said. I have no idea what the hell that means. Well, there's a hot dog on the stick. Oh, yeah. yeah. Come on. I'm on a roll. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> Back off. On top of it, it's four, four days of crucial NFL network programming centered around a 40-yard dash. What else are we going to do? Watch three cones? The Watch gauntlet. three drills? The gauntlet. Gauntlet stinks. <laughs> gauntlet stinks. You can figure out who's better at football with a 40-yard dash time than a gauntlet where you're supposed to just catch a ball and then drop it and turn around and catch a ball and drop it. It's fun to sound mix, Rich. Go with it. <laughs> now you're annoying me, Mike. I'm not going to lie. I'm sorry, Rich. Because I've got a 40-yard dash to protect. Daniel Jeremiah, the calls are coming from within the house. Rich, the 40 wants you on that wall. Needs you on that wall. I understand that. Needs you on that wall. But seriously, not everyone's going to have a chip. Not everyone's going to have the GPS. Not everyone's going to have, you know, all the bells and whistles in the NFL. Nope. In the college football world. The NFL will have it. College football may have it. Alabama, you know, they could probably figure out what your 40 time is when you're 12 years old. What it could be, you know, on a a Saturday. But is Appalachian State going to have it? By the way, that tweet, too, was Matt Miller saying that Appalachian State, Ohio State's beaten Michigan all these number of times since Appalachian State beat Michigan. Appalachian State turned Michigan into a basketball school. The number of tweets I had at this guy, Matt Miller, who's got, you know, he's got the assignment of his life now with ESPN that I had to delete. I had to delete, honestly. A couple of them were, were blue. Like, what's the matter with you? All right, Brent Musburger is going to join us next. Love this man on the passing of Irv Cross and more.